praise the Lord. It's another wonderful opportunity that God Almighty has given us for our daily inspiration as we encourage each other with the Word of God and as we continue exploring this topic of the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is Lord. He's not only Lord, but He is also Lord of Lords. And He got His Lordship, first of all, because it was delegated on Him by the Father. And we also know that He is part of the Godhead. And on top of that, Jesus humbled himself to the point of the cross where he chose to carry the burdens of men, where he chose to carry our sins. He became sin so that you and me can become the righteousness of God. It was not an easy task because he suffered. Yes, he was crucified like a criminal. He died, but God laced him again. He was willing to take the risk so that you and me can be found. And as a result, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every other name. We have been exploring this topic of the Lordship of Jesus Christ so that we can see how the Lordship of Christ can also pray in our lives and how we can follow into his footsteps. And especially the beauty is not following, but when we receive him as our Lord and Savior, he actually grants us the ability to follow into those footsteps and to walk faithfully with him. Glory be to God. Today I want us to ask ourselves a question. What happens when God prefers our enemy? You know, many of us, in our perception, we have enemies, people maybe who do not wish as well, people who block our paths, or maybe they are not uh, happy with our progress, and they will do anything it takes to bring us down. People who are against our mission, against our visions, people who are against our progress, we like labeling them as enemies. And uh, I also know we go an extra step. If uh, somebody is not a friend of our friends, but they're enemies, then we don't know why they became enemies. Many of us want to label them as enemies. But it is very important for us to know that our perception of enemies, it is not God's perception. And many times God will not fit into our personal prejudices, but he exercises his lordship even over us and over our enemies. Many are the times that you would come and choose the people that we do not prefer. Choose the people that we would not think that he is going to choose. And uh, let me tell you, it is because he is God over all. That is why Jesus taught us that the best we can be able to do is to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. I want you to put yourself into the shoes of the apostles or the disciples after the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here they are. They had seen the suffering of the Lord Jesus. And here they are. They have also started to be persecuted. And uh, all of a sudden, there is this man who called himself Saul, an enemy of the church and a persecutor of the same. He is the one who is giving approval at the death of Stephen. He is saying, it's okay, go ahead and, 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 and kill him. And he is breathing fire against the church and against the disciples, going from house to house, looking for them so that he could throw them into jail or even kill them. That was Saul for you. An ardent persecutor of the church. He had a zeal to destroy the church of Jesus Christ. And here we are. 11 of us, now that Judas has left us, we have just replaced Judas with the Matthias so that we can continue with the mission that the Lord gave us, the narrow view of the mission that we think that Jesus Christ gave us. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Jesus Christ, whom we call Lord and Savior, comes and he prefers, chooses Saul, the persecutor of the church, who has killed some of us and decides to work with him. How would you feel? It was not easy, my brothers and sisters, for the apostles. 
choose? Why would God go behind our back and choose a perceived enemy to work with him? And that is why it was not easy for them to overcome Saul as part of uh, the, the team. It was not easy for them to agree that God has changed Saul's life. It was not easy for them to agree that Saul was one of the believers. It was difficult. I don't know how many times we have prejudices against some people. We, 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 we just hate them or maybe we think that God can use them. And let me tell you that unfortunately many times when we hold people and we perceive them as enemies, enemies, it is actually very possible for God to use them. And we will see God using them when we are there. And there is nothing we can do about it because God will never come to feed in our personal prejudices. And that is why it is very imperative of us, brothers and sisters, to obey the command of our Lord Jesus Christ. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you because there is no person who God cannot use. The grace of God can find you. It can find that person that you hate and you never think that they can come anywhere near God. That is why it is very important for us to embrace and to know that God can as well use our enemies. The scripture says in the book of Acts chapter 9 and verse 26, when Saul came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he really was a disciple. I don't know who is that. The only tag you have for them is how they hurt you what they did to you, how God cannot use them, how they are such a sinner, how they are just a part of the world that is going to fuel hell. You know, according to you, don't think that God can save such a person. Maybe they did something to you as a child. They did something to you as a teenager. They did something to you that hurt you so much. Maybe they're even responsible for the death of one of your loved ones. Let me tell you that God is not limited in whom he can use. The much we can be able to do as believers is not to carry bitterness within us, but it is to pray for our enemies. The greatest wish we can have for our enemies is that God would change them. God would transform them, open their eyes, that they can become part of us. He is Lord. The Lordship of Jesus Christ, that is our topic. And he is Lord, even to our perceived enemies. He can change them. He can overrule us. He can come and prefer to use them for his own purposes. Remember, God is not limited in whom he can use. And his hand is not shorted as to who he can save. Glory be to God. Let us pray together. Father, we are grateful because of speaking to us and encouraging us through your word today. You have reminded us that the Lordship of Jesus Christ even extends to our perceived enemies. It was possible for the disciples and the early church to perceive Saul as an ardent enemy of the church and even to avoid him and to wish him ill. But Father, we thank you because out of the riches of your grace and mercy, you saved him. And I pray for my brother and my sister, even as I look myself in, that God, you may change our perspective, that you may change our hearts, that you may help us to know nothing prevents you from working either with our friends or with our enemies. And it is possible for you to bypass the good people we think and use those people that we don't like. Help us to obey you by loving our enemies and praying for those who persecute us. Thank you because of speaking to us and encouraging us through your word and showing that you your Lordship Christ Jesus extends to all. We love you and we celebrate you. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for joining me for this particular inspiration. Remember the Lordship of Jesus Christ extends even to our enemies. 
Thank you. You are a blessing and I appreciate you joining me this morning. God bless you. Thank you.